0: Get iXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when they sign up today at iXL.com slash audio. Visit iXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Well, at least the entire open uh, wasn't consisting of Cowboys losing, so at least I have that going for me. Welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app, watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube, and follow us on X at BetQL Daily. (laughs) Joining us on the program today, BetQL Daily alumnus Joe Giglio of WIP in Philadelphia helps us preview Eagles Bucks. And then at 11 o'clock Eastern time, Jason Locke and Fora takes his victory lap Backing the Packers over the Cowboys. And that's where we will begin. Me screaming into a pillow after yet another early exit by the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs. But this one might be one of the more devastating early exits in recent memory. The Packers not only cover the plus seven, they win this thing outright 48 to 32, total over 50 and a half. The Moneyline bet a plus 280 Packers basically dominated from the start. Uh, They were up, what, 27, nothing at one point or uh, just something absolutely absurd. Uh, Aaron Jones. Yeah. Aaron Jones.
1: Six,
3: 151.
2: Dak got a lot of his yards and cards. It doesn't
3: matter. I mean, the numbers don't matter, man. I mean, this is just, God, it's, wow. Like, we dreamed about this last week. Every time we talked about this game, like, here's the perfect scenario: the Packers somehow go there. What do you mean we dreamed this? We did. We did. We, I mean, this is good for you too. It's good for the content. We, you don't want the Cowboys advancing and boring. And come on, this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> fooling you that. and that that there's something because they're, team. they're nothing. Cool. They're nothing. Oh, we get to talk <laughs> about them the next three hours, like the open may not have been all Cowboys, but just watch out for the next three hours. Um, yeah. I mean, it was just, it was glorious. Like, I, I grew up, like, I was told you have to, you hate the Packers. Oh, no. uh, and then like every bit of yesterday <laughs> I had a cheese head on. I was Horvy jr. Like it was phenomenal. I didn't bet on the side. I just bet on the over, but like, that was just, that was everything. Aaron, like, you got to admit, we wanted this result, but you never thought it was going to be this. Like, wave the white flag in the first half, a complete no-show, and like, Dan Quinn's a favorite to get a head coaching job. I don't know how you hire him after yesterday, whether it's in Dallas or Seattle or anywhere
4: i agree i thought it was gonna be the other guy like i wanted the cowboys to lose more than anyone i mean this has been a bit between ed and i going back to what the springer like just the trash talk like it was i i have not stopped howling like i oh have God, never laughed so funny. hard during an nfl game in my life i woke so up good. so happy this morning but i thought joe barry would be the one we'd be talking about i was nervous about his defense wow. and no it was the other guy i mean the cowboys didn't even look like they showed up and then i thought no to shit. myself do they want mccarthy to lose his job and then after the game Dak's talking about how you know if they're gonna talk about McCarthy, then they need to look at him. And by the way, I'm glad he saved his terrible performance for the playoffs. Reverts back into an interception machine. Love to see that. Mm-hmm. Like everything. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. Cowboys <laughs> losing in the playoffs. It's such a beautiful thing.
2: You know, Beck court's not for another couple of segments, but I'm going to go ahead and throw both of you in jail for this because I know that I'm going to be hearing this for a while. Like, we're going to be talking about, like, Browns, Texans, and somehow this is going to be twisted back into a Cowboys losing conversation. Like, I fully understand that. So I'm going to throw both of you in jail right here, right now, in advance, because, you know, this is the thought police. I get it. And that's how this is going to go. Now, I think another thing. That I'm gonna have to hear a lot of. And this is going to infuriate me to no end. Is now we're gonna get into the whys. What's going on? Is it just naturally, intrinsically part of having the star on your helmet that you lose? Is it naturally because Jerry Jones sold his soul to the devil back in the 90s? Maybe that's the reason why they lost this game. Is it because that everybody is just fraudulent, et cetera, et cetera? I mean, like part of this was okay if I had to blame one group or one unit more than anything else, it's probably the Cowboys defense because that was a near perfect game by Jordan love in terms of basically scoring on just about every drive. Like that should never, ever, ever happen in any situation in any game whatsoever to make Jordan love. Who's not that experienced basically look like, you know, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers combined. That is unacceptable by any stretch of the imagination. So that's, that's certainly huge there. But also, too, like I'm going to hear a lot of, well, Mike McCarthy is just really, really bad at this. Like in some ways, yes, this team was ill-prepared, but there was mm-hmm. no excuse why this defense should have been as bad as it is. I don't know exactly what happened. All I know is that that defense came in scared to play absolutely scared to play you don't just allow them to run all willy-nilly like they did you don't allow all these receivers to be really really wide open and we can go over the numbers a little bit later but the fact that no matter what they did defensively turned out to be the wrong decision when they looked oh so fantastic leading up to this that's probably what infuriates me or anything else people are going to go in and be like oh dak prescott's a fraud or whatever no he's not a fraud It's just, you know, it was a mediocre game by him, and he needed to be
3: spectacular because the defense really, really, really let him down. Yeah, I mean, the box score that people are going to reference doesn't matter. That's why I jumped on you and stopped you because it's all empty calories. None of that mattered. The 32 points didn't matter. The game was over at that point. It was done. They were done completely. And the whole they're great at home, are they? They're great against bad teams. You know, I thought that was one of the main themes of the weekend. And the Cowboys are part of that. The two teams that are bump slayers all season long showed their ass. The Cowboys and the Dolphins. They got whooped. I mean, there's just no way around it. Um, I went into yesterday thinking, boy, I hope we get a competitive game this weekend. And then the third one was non-competitive, and it was awesome because of, of what ended up occurring. Like, it, it, well, I agree with you. It is on the defense. But I got, we were told all year that's a great defense. With this great defense, like, what? look at what they're doing in the first half against Buffalo, 21 points. Against Seattle, 21 points, almost 300 yards. Like, they've been awful, man. And 27 points. I know one was a defensive score yesterday against the Green Bay Packers. And, I, you know, I mentioned the empty calories. And in the end, people are going to look back and see over 400 yards, 32 points, blah, blah, blah. Packers' defense has been horrendous this year. And when it counted, the Cowboys couldn't do anything in that game. By the way, you also have Aaron Jones rushing for three touchdowns. No, you know how many he ran for in the regular season? Two. Mm-hmm. Two rushing touchdowns all year, and he runs for three yesterday. Uh, Dobbs gets forgotten about because of Jordan Love's performance. He's now played two years in the league. That was his first 100-yard game, and he had 151 yards in that one.
4: Ian McMillan had the Cowboys on his fraud list, and I'm not sure he should have walked it back last week when we had him back on the show. They lost to Arizona, lost to San Francisco, lost to the Eagles, who, oh, by the way, Stig, is that even I mean, what does that say about you? Lost to Buffalo, lost to the Dolphins. Joe just called them bum slayers. They beat the Lions by one point. Ed, if you want to get back at Joe, you should do the stuff. I mean, the Lions doing better than the Cowboys now well
2: whatever I am trying to start matter. a fight well
3: I just, uh, that's fine of course no I, but Ad, no, I mean I yes but you're going to hear about it because you went to the Cowboys with every conversation about a Super Bowl or you know you, you would defend them all year long and then they do the same thing. It doesn't matter who the coaches who the players are it's the same thing that we've seen ever since the dynasty in the mid 90s.
2: Right. I I get that. I just I mean, to point to reasons why, like, I think what's infuriating is that now we're going to be pointing to just some random stuff that doesn't matter at all. Like something intrinsic about wearing the star on your helmet automatically makes you bad or whatever. Like there, there are a lot of things and reasons why I think this game, this playoff loss is very different than say the one last year to the 49ers or the one two years ago to the 49ers. Like this one really stands out to me on a variety of fronts. Not the least of which is that, you know, and I've said it before, like the defense was bad. And in terms of like one metric to bring up here, I think kind of lost in last week's win, for the Cowboys over the Commanders was just how wide open some of those Commanders receivers were. Like in this game yesterday, we saw a lot of third down conversions where receivers had like 10 yards of space all around them and that should never ever happen because maybe they're too worried about stacking the box because they think it's third medium and that Aaron Jones, you don't want him to burn you or whatever. Maybe it got too, too much in their heads that they just can't stop the run and so they were selling out there or sometimes there were light boxes and then those guys in front couldn't do anything either like it was amazing the the defensive game game planning just being oh so atrocious in this contest to where jordan love looked that spectacular i mean what was it against the blitz jordan love had a perfect passer rating that can't happen it cannot happen at all and now we're wondering okay all these Cowboys fans now are refreshing their Twitter pages with Mike McCarthy in the search bar wondering if he should stay put or if Jerry Jones is going to move on in a different direction and to me yes you absolutely can fire a head coach after three straight 12 win seasons absolutely you can because there is yeah. no excuse for being this ill-prepared offensively and defensively. I mean, on the offensive side, like, I don't think Dak Prescott played a horrible game, but the fact that he was oh so confused that this defense that was so bad for so long just kept disguising their looks. pre snap looked one thing, and then it turned into some kind of a zone where he was having to throw into tight windows more often than he wanted to. That's why those interceptions happen, and at some point, if you're Mike McCarthy, you got to go in there and be like guess what this is going to be different pre-snap than post-snap you need to be prepared for this why because it's the playoffs and people are going to do things a little bit differently than what they put on film packers were prepared for that the cowboys weren't and that's why mike mccarthy should be fired today
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes he should there's no doubt about Uh... it but like all everything you're talking about is not a surprise like the mccarthy stuff not a surprise Most people did not like the hire. I didn't like the hire either. And he's out there telling everybody, oh, yeah, I took a year off. And now I know all about the analytics of the game. And that was part of the reason Jerry said he hired him. Uh, Yeah, okay. You know, I know it's not going to change. But Jerry Jones, he doesn't help things. When he's out there saying that we're back to the 90s, that's how good this team is, you think that helps things with the pressure that they already have in that pressure cooker?
4: No, and also, like, Jordan Love has been spectacular for a while now. He hasn't thrown an interception in five straight games. He had one against the Giants December 11th, and then you've got to go back to November 12th against Pittsburgh, where he had two. Like, he's going long stretches without turning the ball over, and that matters. I mean, the guy's quietly been doing his thing. I don't think that it was like, oh, he had a perfect game, and that's why they lost either. I think you're pointing a little bit too much to that.
2: Well, I, I, I think when it comes to, say, like not having Christian Watson and him coming back, like this offense did evolve without him, and so adding this piece I think yeah. certainly helped the call. Uh, mm-hmm. But, but yes, I mean, Jordan Love, like, yeah, he was playing well. But, I mean, this this was another level of, of awesome. But I think a lot of it was more play, play design and play calling uh, than I think it was more than anything else. And this is why I'm sort of blaming the coaches more than anybody else. I think one mm-hmm. other thing, too, uh, you know, that I want to get to here is, like, we saw the Rams basically trade quarterbacks and give up assets to get Matt Stafford. And I wonder if the Cowboys need to look at something similar just for like Dak Prescott's mental health, if nothing else, because I know, you know, it's going to get cited a lot, two and five playoff record, all of that stuff. But I wonder Mm -hmm. if there is another veteran quarterback out there who maybe fits what the Cowboys are trying to do just a little bit better so that you're not having to deal with this anymore. Because at some point, I feel like this could wear down Prescott, at least from some kind of a mental aspect or just from some kind of like a preparation aspect, like I said. The, the Packers defense, they did very different things in this game. And do you have a quarterback out there who you could go and snag if that trade was even possible? But I wonder if maybe someone else is better equipped to handle that spot. What do you guys think with a few seconds left?
3: Sometimes you just have to make a change to make a change. Change the scenery could be good for Dak, could be good for the Cowboys. But what exactly do they want to do? That's where you have to start. What do they want to do? Because we don't know who's going to be running this team, it's not going to be McCarthy.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's going to be somebody else. Uh, who that is, I don't know, but that that will also be intriguing. Again, everybody's refreshing Twitter to see when the update's going to happen. Anticipation is mounting. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Joe Giglio gives us the Eagles' perspective as they begin their playoff run against Tampa Bay. Coming up on the BetQL Network.